so stoked today. How long into a um, intro song can we get Teddy Beats to do a remix? Because see, here's the thing. Teddy Beats, I don't think a lot of people know this, is very slow in his response. So if we want You're to do this... You're throwing him out of the bus hard. <laughs> hard. I'm sorry, Beats. I'm sorry, Teddy. I adore you. And he shows up on time when you ask him for live events. But when you ask him to create sound, and I realize the creative genius can take a while you know, for you guys. But if I want a remix of that for like our two year anniversary, you think I should put in a request now? <laughs> what do you think? No, he can do it quickly, you know. For our one year anniversary coming up, do you think we should do a little remix or do you think it's too soon? I mean, of our I don't intro know. song. You should just ask him, Sarah. He'll make a remix. Remixes are kind of what he does. That's his, you know. Oh, that's his okay. thing. Okay, well, our year anniversary is coming up, I believe, around December 12th. I'll double check. But anyway, um, I was thinking maybe if we have like a remix and, you know, a new song. Not not a new intro song because people love that intro like song. Like what kind of like remix? How would you want it to sound like? Um, hmm. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. Maybe hard, more hardcore rap. Like hardcore rap? So you want like a trap song? You want yes. like a trap remix? Trap. I love it. Like that broccoli song. Oh, you be smoking broccoli. Really? Or okay. Whatever, okay. I like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, something like that, you know, like, um, you know, people put their own spin on it or whatever. And uh, I just want to get on Teddy Beat's radar now because I'm still I'm still waiting on some some items from him. And it's, it's been a, been a hot second. I can tell you're upset. This is why you're calling him out right now. I can tell. <laughs> I love you, Teddy Beats. I know you listen every day. Welcome to the podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Sarah Frazier along with Sammy Kay. And today's a very difficult day for me. You know, I started this podcast. I started this podcast about a year ago. You started this podcast. Wow. Okay. But it's, it's going down to this. <laughs> All right. It has morphed into a big way. Okay. And uh, I'm fine with that. I just didn't really know that I was going to find out in the uh, in the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, but I, I am finding Wait, it out. Hold on. What do you mean a big we, first off, sir? It's always been a we. And if anyone is going to sit here um, <laughs> and put their foot down about somebody like claiming their own ideas for themselves and running away with it, who, who has when? done that to me numerous when? times in our Name past career? One. The petting zoo idea. First off, you blew that up on the... That was my idea from the get-go, okay? And you used it on the air one time when I was sick. But on top of that, you you went thought I was sick to steal my idea and to use it on the air like it was your own. Okay, one time and you came in the next no, no, day no, and you were furious. And you furious. did a bunch of other times before when? that. Oh, my gosh. I can't even remember because it's so many times happened back in the day day. Okay. Well, you know what? We're going to get into this it's not because... A big, it is a we, okay? It's a we here. <laughs> If, oh, I am well if aware If anyone's going to sit down and bow down to the Wii, okay, if I'm taking it, you should definitely accept the Wii. <laughs> oh, I am well aware. Uh-huh. Um, we have some great news to share with you about our election night GoFundMe. Um, you're going to be seeing some articles in the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal very soon. Um, but it's a specific quote that you might see that now has me. I, I just have to sit back and take it, folks. Take it for what? It's not even a bad thing, Sarah, okay? They asked me a question. I answered it 100% correctly. I did not lie. All right. We'll discuss more of that coming up. I just up. answered it different than you did. That's why you're upset. Um, also, Halloween's around the corner. And Sammy and I came up with this. We came up with this idea. We're, we're going to surprise each other on Halloween is on a, is it on a Sunday? Oh, now we're saying we for this idea when that was clearly my idea. <laughs> that, that was clearly my idea. But that no, I'm gonna, we're going to accept the we here. See, Sarah, this is me. I recall it was my idea that we were at the African American Museum. I came up with this. Oh, really? Because I'm going to, okay, never mind. You just keep on going, Sarah. You know what? You just keep on going. So this this Halloween, we thought um, the show before Halloween, which will be Thursday, I believe like the 27th, we'll, we're going to have our own little Halloween celebration here at DC Improv. And this year, Sammy and I have decided that we're going to surprise each other and dress each other for Halloween, okay? Mm-hmm. So we we were talking about what we're going to wear for costumes, and then somehow one of us collectively together, we came up with this idea of, hey, let's surprise each other with what we should Keep be for Halloween. Keep on saying collectively because I'm having the worst deja vu right now <laughs> of me literally sitting there in the line waiting to get into the basement of the African American Museum and telling you, oh, Sarah, BT dubs. Got this idea. What if we chose each other's Halloween costumes? I have the best costume I'm going to pick out for you. Oh, you do? Do you want to reveal it? You already know? Oh, I already know what I'm going to pick for you, but I'm not going to tell you. I mean, okay. should I tell you? No. Uh, no, because here's the I thing. I want to surprise you because I think you're the, I can give people hints if they want to, like, you know, tweet at me or they want to, like, message me or whatever. I'll give them hints. 
But let me just tell you, it's going to be epic. Okay, so and we you need... better not wax that week. <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to be Chewbacca. Don't it's that's not, so not, cliche. Not what I'm saying. Nope, trust me, it's even better than Chewy. So here's the deal. I need your help because I have a couple ideas for what I'm going to dress Sammy up as for Halloween. But you need to be following us on social media and tweet us today what you think we should dress each other up as for Halloween. Mm-hmm. My Twitter and Instagram is at HeyFrage, H-E-Y-F-R-A-S-E, HeyFrage Show on Snap. Sammy is the Sammy K, S-A-M-Y-K on Snap, Instagram, and Twitter. So tweet us what we should dress each other as. Mm-hmm. And trust me, if you have a better idea than mine... I'll use yours. I was going to do Ken Bone, but everyone's doing it. Oh, Ken it's Bone? too much. It's I look like much. Ken Bone right now. Seriously? Like, with this haircut, with my hair short and shit, I look so bald on top. Well, and actually, it's life-imitating art, because when he was on... What? I swore. Hit, hit us with a disclaimer. This is a statement intended to specify or delimit the scope of rights and obligations that may be exercised and forced by parties in a legally recognized relationship. Wait, what? This is your disclaimer. The Hey Frage podcast may not be suitable for all years. Oh. Um, what I, I was going to say is once Ken Bone did that Reddit AMA where he basically confessed to like watching porn and... Oh, God, the only person to watch porn in the United States. And what else did he confess that people were all wound up about? I watched probably 15 pornography videos between last night and this morning. I know. Well, that I thought to myself, you know, you are like a lot like Ken Bond. What's wrong with that, Sarah? I mean, I don't watch the whole video. Nothing. I just watch like little clips. Like, I like certain angles a lot more than other ones, so I'll just, like, kind of fast forward, find those, watch those. I Hey, look, I'm with you. I don't see that there's anything wrong with it, but people were all upset. Because so, anyhow, I need your suggestions. Ken Bone, what else could I dress you up as? I'm not sure. Hmm. Mm. Actually, you know who else I feel like? You should dress me up like Paul Warren. <laughs> <laughs> you should make me a fat Paul Warren. That'd be oh hysterical. That would be so good. He'd be so mad. Oh my god! Get you one of the, like get you a wig that's like a lion's mane that's just like all curls. That's all curls. I'll make you can dress like Amarosa. It'll be great. You know. Oh my god! That is actually a really good idea. That's, that that should be. We should actually do that. That's really like funny. if you want to reignite a beef for no reason. This is exactly how you do it, Sarah. I just stopped the lawsuit that she was going to sue us. Yep. When I you mean, called her broke, and I and, and she hasn't paid me the six hundred twenty five dollars, but she still threatens to sue us. So whatever. Um. Anyhow, so definitely follow up with that and then over the weekend Sammy and I both had interesting stories happen Sammy has had a snoring incident happen that may be ending a relationship mm-hmm. and I spoke at a women's event oh okay. wow <laughs> excuse me what's that supposed to mean nothing I just said wow I was actually okay you know, well I spoke at a women's event excited. and we were talking about chivalry in 2016 oh, God. Okay. okay and I thought that I was really standing up for womankind and really saying that you know what Chivalry needs to evolve. And the audience basically almost threw tomatoes at me. And I want to know, I want you to tell me, because I thought I was channeling you and being very smart and taking on the male panelists Mm. of this group and saying, no, boys, I'm going to challenge this. And in fact, the audience turned on me and so did the panel. So I will tell you what my opinion was. And I want your, as a dear friend of mine, you know me, you know my fights. I want to know what you think. All right. Um, a couple of stories and some fan mail, too, over the weekend. Um, this is an email for Sammy, by the way, from Catherine. She says, I just listened to episode 124, and I have never had a story speak to me quite like the water bottle flipping. I'm a middle school teacher, and I think the water bottles is what will set me over the edge this year. Can't Amen, girlfriend. even tell you how many I have had to take away during class. The noise. Good for Sammy for calling out those kids at Markoff's Haunted Forest. You so, know what, Catherine, if you want to, send me an email. Email complaints for Sammy K. Just drop me a little DM with the address, and trust me, I'll scare the shit out of those kids with their water bottles. <laughs> well, and if, if, if case you didn't hear that episode, we were out at this event, and these teen kids come over, and they there's a water they just bottle. Grab my water bottle out of nowhere. It's laying on the table. They just come over, they grab the water bottle, and they start flipping. I go, "What the hell are you doing, kid? Get back my water bottle!" And he flips it again, and that's when I just immediately boom, one eighty flipped on him. Was like, "I'll fucking kick your little ass!" Oh and I grabbed them, and then he just like ran off, scared shitless. Oh, it was fantastic. And then his friend just stood there like scared, just frozen. And I go. I'll beat your ass too, kids. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want to say, I don't want to say that you're old in any way because you're very young. You're not only very old in that sense. But I would say at that moment when I witnessed this, it was almost an out of body experience of witnessing you like uh, channeling old man strength. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I would have gotten my old man strength I just, hard. I just began to see the future. Yeah, hell yeah. Like of you beginning to bald a little bit, and you snapped on them so quickly, and I'm thinking, oh my god, this is the future where well, the old man strength. Well, here's my thing: is I look at those kids that were doing the water bottle flipping right. Those are idiots. 
Okay, like they weren't like the smart, like, you know, me and my friends, we got into smart trouble, right? When everyone else okay. was sitting there egging houses, we were over that shit. We weren't doing that lame ass TP and egging houses. We were doing other things that are way worse, you know, like putting lawn killer, you know, like on people's lawns and writing things or drawing big penises in fields. Like we did different, we did a little bit more evolved stuff. You know what I mean? This water bottle flipping, I look at these kids, I go, these kids are the morons I deal with in high school. Like, no. If they were doing something smart, like the kids that are really causing the good mischief that I'd be proud of and I'd be like high five them and I'd, you know, help them out a little bit, they were out in the field doing something way worse than I could ever think of. <laughs> the kid just sitting there grabbing oh, a stranger's God. water bottle and flipping, it's just annoying and you need to be told he can't do that. Well, you did that. I guarantee you, he's the, I guarantee you it's been what, three weeks? If we had a camera on that kid, I guarantee he hasn't flipped a water bottle since. Well, anyway, Catherine agrees with you. Um, also, we got one other email, and I thought you might find this fascinating. Um, this is from another fellow Mainer who writes to me after we had a very tough week last week. We had to be faced with some some work choices, which we'll update you on. Um, but she writes to me this. She says, Sarah, I heard a lot of fear in the cast pod this week. A lot of doubt. I know you said you haven't been to therapy in a while, so I'll give you my insight. But as a weird quasi non-friend friend listener and not as the counselor that I'm trained to be, you're having trouble embracing an unknown future you're at this point where you want to know what's going to happen and you feel like some of those options before you are going to perhaps give you some certainty sarah don't forget you signed up for this uncertain path you signed up for this path because a future where everything is known is not magical and it's not the future you want you're not built to live the safe life this uncertainty is what it's like to be an artist and you're not just a radio personality sarah you're an artist Thank you. Take notes, Sammy. Uh, okay, what's your astrological <laughs> sign, Sarah? Aquarius. What is it? Aquarius. Okay. An artist. Dude, she ripped that off of your fucking astrological. <laughs> it's from literally from astrology zone. Shut up! It is, it is not, verbatim it is from not. astrology zone. Don't I was kill my vibe. That was verbatim from astrology zone. That and I think a few fortune cookies because I can't find the last few lines. <laughs> And artists starve, and there are times that they think they might not be able to make it financially, but they live for themselves. They are live, and they live through their art and their craft, and their lives are largely uncertain. Literally, second paragraph, third line. <laughs> no way, no way. Okay, you know what? This is, I don't believe this. I think this is original email. She also goes on to write, you never hear somebody say, quote, the moment I compromise, that's when everything really quick f- clicked for me. No way. Keep being authentic. Keep wearing your heart on your sleeve because that's what your listeners love. Stop telling people, I thought you'd appreciate this, how many more listeners you, you need per episode. It's just weird. Get the cat. That's when I want to move and get the cat. Commit to being all in and in love with Dan if he's in fact authentic. Life is not black and white. And a lot of times, there is no right way or wrong decision, but some choices allow us to live truer to ourselves. Try to pick those options. Embrace the unknown future. All that mindfulness has made you too mindful. Mm-hmm. Stop worrying so much and realize this right now. What you're going through is just one of the many important experiences in your life. Tell people to fuck off every once in a while, too. Amen, girl. You Amen. know us Mainers do that well. It's a real skill. Love a fellow Mainer. What do you think of that email? You should say F off more. Like, actually, today, I'm not going to lie, I saw someone that we used to know. Like, they were very young when they first, like, started encountering with us, right? Okay. And then we've seen them grow up, and, like, now they're, like, in their mid-20s, and they're hanging out. We see them every once in a while, right? They're, like, friends of ours. But I've seen that she started going down this Sarah Fraser path of, like... <laughs> Way too much. And, like, and sitting there and posting, like, a picture, you know, of, oh, my God, you know what's even better than doing anything today is accomplishing something before 7 a.m. Like, I feel so mindful and blah, blah, blah. And I finally had to sit there and I was like, you know what? She's getting out of hand. She's going to become Sarah Fraser before she knows it. She's going to have three therapists. Like, so I had to sit there and comment today on her thing. I was like, well, you know what's better than accomplish something at, you know, at 7 a.m.? Sleeping past 7 a.m. and knowing you still can accomplish something. <laughs> So you're writing this on all her I'm stuff? I'm, like, writing on her stuff now, you know, really trying to bring her back to reality. Because I feel like, yeah, Sarah, sometimes you you put too much into the universe not realizing that, dude, you actually do got to work for it. You know what I mean? You actually do have to put something out there. <laughs> I do work. Like I put no, stuff I mean, out there all the time. But that's what she's saying. Like, you know, you got to you gotta say the no's. You got to say the yeses. You got to just, you know. Just own it and own do it. it. That's what she is saying. You're right. Own you're it. Right. Don't sit that. here two weeks later, you know, and then come at me all, you know, backhanded and shit because, you know, you couldn't own something two weeks ago when they made you pick an ultimatum. (laughs) Well, exactly. I agree. So you got to own it, Sarah. You own it. You're like, you know what? That's fine. Whatever, Sammy. 
Well, I own it. I love your emails. You can keep them coming for both of us. Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at HeyFrage.com. But I thought that was really good. Now, that's actually a great transition, Sarah. It's a great transition. <laughs> to what? Into owning it, okay? Into the fact that I will continue saying we... All right, for as long as as I have to. Well, and let's talk about that. So here's the deal. So our GoFundMe election night party, you all know that we're, we're doing November 8th. Um, we've been looking to raise $33,000 to get a Trump election night suite and host this insane party, right? We want a wall, immigrants, petting zoo. That was Sammy's idea. Um, also, the anonymous email booth, too. Thank you. That's a new one that we're adding. <laughs> the anonymous email booth where basically you send out an email to the world. And not, no, you can send out an email to whoever you want to anonymously, just like, you know, a certain presidential candidate did. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So we've been hosting this party. If you want to donate, GoFundMe.com. It's a slash election night party. OK, so over the past couple of weeks, we've been getting some major press. New York Times has reached out. They, um, they've reached out. We haven't actually gotten the press yet, True. but they just reached out and asked questions. By the way, have they said when these articles are going to air? No, I'm telling you, not so gonna air. we don't even know. We don't even right? know if they're even going to ever be published. Okay. So right now, I have a conflict, which I will talk about later on in, in the weeks to come, of why I can't do these interviews. So Sammy has had to do these interviews, okay? And, and I'm um, killing them, by the way. <laughs> slaying them. <laughs> which it kills me, because I can't be a part of these. And I'm like, oh my God, we finally have an idea that's like striking fire. And I can't even talk about Can it. you say that one more time? We finally have an idea. Okay, good. I have it on the record, just finally, so you know. No, I finally got an I idea. I have it on the record that we was mentioned there. So Sammy comes in, and he, you know, because after every interview, I call him, and I go, how to go? Tell me, you know, I... I no, you try... First off, be honest, Sarah. You actually tried to let me call you, and so I can conference you in, and you like, and you promised that you'll stay silent on the other end, just let you listen into the interview, and I was like, how no. How often does the New York Times call? I mean, I gotta listen in. Well, Sarah, luckily for you, I think it's gonna happen a few more times. So, <laughs> I agree. But anyhow, on these calls where I can't really say anything, um, or after the call, Sammy informs me because what's the number one question they've been asking you? No, not the number. But everyone always goes, "Well, you know." So all these crazy ideas you guys have, like for this whole party, who thought of it? Was it her or was it you? And they want me to. They want me to claim all the credit. I think what they're doing. Like you know, I was looking at this and I realized. Oh, you think that's it why? was a ploy of their part. Like, Let's try to, you know, get a little fight going on there. Get some drama going on. Then we got another story after think, that. Do you think the Wall Street Journal is trying to sabotage our podcast already? No, Sarah. Oh. <laughs> I was kind of kidding with that. But, I mean, if you want to believe it, go for it. I did for a second. Yeah. Go on. No, and so they asked me. And it's like, well, clearly I thought of some of the ideas. Sarah thought of some of the ideas. It's together. Now, I know for a fact, because in my head I go, if this was Sarah doing the interview, she would have immediately said, oh, me. And then just moved on. But I mean, because I you just do that all say. the time, and you. And then the other thing is, you do it, and you're notorious. And you're known for doing it. Like I've, I've worked with we you for are. years. You are known for doing this, Sarah. And all I could call a few of our coworkers right now, and they'd be like, "Oh fuck yeah." Okay, when? Okay. I'm not gonna mention names because they don't like when we mention their names. Which, <laughs> trust me. All right. Okay. Okay. And they, and this thing is, but you're so nice. You go, no, I didn't mean to. I just the idea was there. I brought it up. I'll go back and I'll give you credit. Don't worry. And that's what you always say. You end up walking into the boss's office and giving us credit or whatever, and it's fine, right? But with this, I go, by the time the article gets released, it's just going to be Sarah Frazier, Sarah Frazier, Sarah Frazier, Sarah Frazier <laughs> on the Hey Frazier podcast, and there's not going to be a single mention of me, well, right? it's a good thing that this worked out that you're doing the interviews. Yeah, you because now— You yourself some credit. Yeah, because here's what I'm doing now is now I'm saying what Sarah wouldn't do is I'm saying we— me, Sammy K, and Sarah Frazier have worked on this all together, and da 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 da, and this is why we're doing this. Well, wow, so kills I've been giving us both that. credit, Sarah, as opposed <laughs> to someone that you know um, who would not. Oh, you. Oh, and also him too, <laughs> yeah, and him yeah. also. Oh my God! Well, we'll keep you posted. It is very, very exciting. Uh, party is still in the works. You got to donate to get in. So go there. Um, and you're doing the interviews. Which one are you more upset about, the Wall Street Journal or the New York I'm Times? I'm both. I'm both. When those emails came through, I I have been crying for a week. Oh my I've God. been crying for a week. Well, can I tell you? It'll be my second time in the WSJ, and it's not that big of a deal. When were you the first time? Last there? year. See, you don't even remember. It was on your. It was on the show that we were on last time. I was in the Wall Street Journal. Like on a video, and I was actually in an article yes, about the snowball, snowball fight. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And See, actually, that was cool. And let me tell you this, Sarah. Did get my s- career, 
it's kind of been in the same position ever since. So I feel like, I feel like this is much bigger. You know, it's, I'm just saying. I created that great party, and I, you know, you've sort of come into it. Sarah, because all the good stuff that's happening at the party is me. And also, here's the thing. Do you know how... Also, here's another question they brought up, too. I'm going to go what? back. One last question they brought up. They go, oh, so we read that you guys are going to have immigrants. How is that going to work out? No, and I luckily go... I'm inviting my parents. They're both Tunisians. One's a Republican, one's a Democrat. I'm going to invite them to the party. They're going to represent the... They go, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Why? Why does because that sound bad? Because it's like bad? they were trying to, like, skew it and make it sound like we were just going to bring in, like, random foreigners to make fun of and point at. Like, they were trying to skew this, man. These are journalists. They're trying to make a story, Sarah. You know what? I hate when journalists do that. So, luckily, I was like, yeah, my parents. What would you have been like? Oh, yeah. My parents from Maine. We're going to bring in some Canadians. Like, no. <laughs> I would have said that I met some nice immigrants. I met some nice immigrants, which is probably the whitest thing you could ever say. <laughs> I don't know what could be whiter than you saying, well, I met some nice immigrants. And that would have been the quote. Is Sarah Fraser says, I met some nice immigrants. <laughs> And you the next I'm, thing you know, we're just like, oh, my God, Sarah, is going to think that That would have been awesome in the Wall Street Journal. Okay. Except for our car- You Trust me. We would never have had a career after that one. Well, it's a good thing you're handling this. What so. else? Any other questions that they asked you? No, no, it was just all, you know, I had to think fast on my feet. A lot of questions were just random. And, you know, the so. worst part about this is they claim that they get a fact check, which I don't know what that means. Yeah, I was like, who are you going to fact check? Yeah. Like, we called the Trump Hotel, and they refused to rent to us, which I feel like is discrimination. So they I'm actually would ask about that, and I would always just say, well, come on, guys. It's election night. If we have the money, let's be honest, they're going to take it. <laughs> exactly. And they're like, yeah, well, aren't you worried about Trump? I was like, it's election night. He's either going to. He's gonna, invited. Yeah, I was like, he's also definitely invited if he wants to come. But on top of, I think he's got a lot bigger things to focus on that night as opposed to a party at his hotel. Yeah, like his concession speech. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple other stories that um, we want to talk about before we get we want to chat about. Before we talk about some things that happen. No, you can say I for that. That's fine. I'll let you talk by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that we want to chat about before the weekend. Hey, did you have you ever ho- heard of Soylent Food Bars? Soylent? You know, you're in the food business. Have you ever heard of Soylent? Soylent. So they also Am have I like, saying it right? The Soylent yeah, Bars. Soylent, right? but they okay. also have like a drink too. Oh, they do. I've never had I one of these. I think they have a drink though. Uh, well, Soylent now is recalling a lot of their new meal bars after people have r- reported spontaneous diarrhea and vomiting. Nice. Well, that's how you lose weight. <laughs> what is in these things? A recent Reddit thread said that Soylent's message board have been has had and been filled with complaints of these unintended side effects, namely nausea and horrific diarrhea. Um, Again, that's how you lose weight. (laughs) But I don't think that's the point. These were supposed to be for protein bars and they're meal replacement bars. If you're replacing a meal, Sarah, with something that's the size of your thumb, okay, or a little bottle, okay, you're trying to lose weight. Okay, so you think that this is what these were intended to to do, even though Soylent says that they've been recalled. And I mean, they say it's, it's like mistake. for a healthy lifestyle, but let's be honest. What's healthy if you have to wake up in the morning and only drink liquid? How is that healthy? I know. Good point. They're thinking, though, that a couple of the batches had a higher dose of the specific soy protein than um, a, a body can naturally digest, and that may have caused it. So they're saying if you have a Soylent bar, you should probably throw it out if you've recently purchased it, because um, it might be causing you... Some serious side effects. Really? Yeah. You know what? Also, have a lot of friends that are doing to do like meal replacements, which is really odd. But they're like trainers and stuff. Like they're really healthy. Okay, what are they doing? They uh, they replace them with the sh- with the packets of sugar free gummy bears. Oh God! Which those make you go to the bathroom? Oh, too. you knew it. Damn yes. it! I was hoping to troll you. Sorry, I was hoping oh. you'd go home and try some, and then never mind. Um, right. It's the and by the way, it's the specific fervent Soylent two bar. I don't know. I so anyway, if you if you have that one, you may not want to eat it. And info at soylent dot com if you're concerned that you have some of those. Who knew that soy protein gave you such a awesomeness, a violent reaction? Yeah. Um, you you guys know that Sammy and I used to work in radio for many many years, and I cannot believe that this didn't happen to us. But you did see where a radio station is being sued by a restaurant for trashing them on air about their food. Well. <laughs> That would have been you, Sarah, last year. <laughs> this happened to me. I did. I went on air, and I there was a place that was a burger bar, and I basically said... You're going to say it again and get a suit here no, now, too? No, oh. I am not, because this is this is legit. But according to a report, Suckin' Diesel, Inc., owner of a Fort Walton Beach restaurant, wait, Punkin' Drublek. Okay, wait. What's his name? The company is called Suckin' Diesel, Inc. The company's called Suckin' Diesel? <laughs> yes. What? And they and they're and they're upset that somebody made fun of them. Yes. Their name is Suckin' Diesel. Yes, yes. And the restaurant is in 
Fort Walton Beach, Florida. It's called Pumpkin Drip. Uh, Punkin Republic. You do realize Suckin' Diesel was the name of the 2014 AVN Mail on Mail winner, right? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It You're was. Making that it up. was a guy that shaved his head to look like Vin Diesel, and you know, clearly, you understand what happened. <laughs> well, Suckin' Dink- Diesel Inc. has fired this breach of contact contract um, against a radio station after they ran a 15 second spot for the restaurant's grand opening and they say that the host then went on to talk about the restaurant's customers were quote hillbillies and incorrectly that smoking um and incorrectly that smoking was not allowed at the restaurant so they said oh smoking isn't allowed there when in fact yes you can smoke and they were making fun of the hillbillies that well hold on (laughs) at this point they're not suing because the guy trashed the restaurant they're suing because they paid for advertising Correct. And the guy just, that's, that makes sense, okay? That guy's a dumbass. That guy, that guy should have to pay by himself. They also posted, according to the lawsuit, the jocks went on Facebook and called Hillbillies Against Being dunk Punk in Drublick. Oh, I so get they it. started that they as being, well. They were being funny. Yeah. Oh, God, they must be in the radio <laughs> business. Uh, so we'll see if Suckin' Diesel does, in fact, win that. But, God, I thought, I read that and I thought, oh, my God, we're so close to that happening. How the fuck do you follow your taxes with a straight face? If you're sucking diesel, I'm filing for sucking diesel LLC. Oh, I think easily they do it. No way. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, did we talk about this um, last week about uh, how your dogs or or cats Halloween costume could be sexist? Oh, okay. Did we talk about that? I thought you were going to accuse me of having a cat. I was like, I'm not. I'm not. What the (laughs) fuck, Sarah? No. Uh, I reached out to these people, but they didn't want to be on the podcast. They said that they've got a ton of backlash and hate. Um, but well, actually, <laughs> bring it on then. <laughs> Did you read this article? Because a couple of people who have a podcast came out and made a stink about that at PetSmart and also at BaxterBoo.com, the website where they're selling pet Halloween costumes. They have labeled a female pet Halloween costume and a male. And they're saying that this kind of gender labeling is a major issue. Exactly. Because, look, at male dogs like other male dogs. They like other female dogs. They don't care. Like, they're all in the, together in the dog world. I used to dress my dog Slash up as a girl sometimes. Well, good. I mean, yeah, I feel we, like you we were We buy open. my cute little dresses and stuff, and we dress them up. People are like, oh, my God, she's so pretty. I was like, thank you. She's got a penis. <laughs> Well, here, do you think it's a problem? Because at some of these pet stores, they're putting, like, a police Halloween costume for your dog under a male. So it's like, get your male doggy a police outfit oh, or a firefighter. Oh, and I get it. And they're worried that that dog is going to grow up and think that as a female dog, it needs to stay at home all day long and not be a police officer. <laughs> right, correct. Oh, I got it. Because those dogs are really going to... It's a dog, guys. It's a dog. You can dress it however you want to. But wait a second. They're saying that, you know, places like Target have stopped labeling clothes with a specific gender for girls and boys. There's no, like, princess Halloween yeah, costume for, for girls. Those are for. Those are for. Humans. Humans. There you go. Keyword. <laughs> Keyword humans. So do you think this is ridiculous or these blogger, these uh, podcasters have a point? No, they're, they have a very good point to not be on the show. I would have railed on them for that. <laughs> Is that what you were asking? Yes, because I reached out. Now, Scott Lowry is one of the people on the podcast. She will not be ignored. It's about gender issues. That's what their podcast is about. And Scott tells uh, several news outlets that they were very concerned about the labeling of male dogs, including a fireman, mob boss, and a doctor, all suggesting that that should be the male role. Well, female dogs were given a loofah, given a princess, and the sweetheart nurse dog costume. Okay, well, it's a dog. And if you want, you can buy whatever costume you want. Like, your dog doesn't care. Do you understand how many times I call my dog, I call him just names, okay? Call him names, I call him girls. But you don't think that that's the dog like... does not know, the dog doesn't know. Guess what? He still jumps up, licks my face, still wants snacks, still wants to go play. Like it's a dog, guys. You don't think as it's creating a bigger issue? Like it's it's you know if that whole labeling of women should be sweet little loofahs and men are firemen. <laughs> Sarah, it's a dog costume. Okay, you're focused on dog. Like, I don't. One. If you are if you are a human being and you are walking by a dog dressed up like a fireman. And then you in your head think, wow, I can never succeed to amount to anything because that's a male dog dressed as a fireman and I'm a female and I can't do that. You probably have a lot bigger issues than just the sexism that you think is inherent in a dog costume. (laughs) I'm just saying. I I found that fascinating. Anyway, they didn't want to be on the show. Yeah, well, I understand why they don't want to be on the show. And they said, I reached out to them and she will not be ignored, podcasters. They said that they've had to take a hiatus because after this article was published, they got such backlash. Um, for people making fun of them, that now they just feel like the Internet's a cruel place. 
Well, aww. <laughs> Were you sad to read that Petals the bear in New Jersey that walks upright on two legs like a was human killed? was killed? I know. Wasn't that awful? Do you feel like that was terrible or people are like, you have nothing to do but worry about this? No, I feel like it probably was just some dumb hunter who was like, hey, my hand down there. He was. And then he just shot him and then didn't actually realize it and then probably ran. Because they didn't they say that he got, like, they don't know who did it, do they? Well, they do because oh. here's the thing. You had to get a license for bow and arrow shooting. And what what they believe happened, and now they've had to shut down. the. the I'll tell you about this. Yeah. Uh, Facebook page had to shut down that was following pedals. But... Um, the hunter registered his bow and everything, brings in a bear that he shoots, and it's missing an arm, which was Petals' problem. So if you didn't see this video, Petals would walk through these neighborhoods on two feet, looks yeah. exactly like a human, but one paw was, was missing, missing. Mm-hmm. and then the other paw was like broken or mangled or something, or something deformed. Yeah. That's why he was always standing up. So they do see that they have had a hunter come in with that. With a bear like that. But they're not releasing the hunter's name because, obviously, people are outraged. They loved petals. Yeah. <laughs> well, here, why are you hunting a bear anyways? You can't eat bear meat. Yeah, you can. No, I no, think no, you no, can. no, no. No, you could maybe back in, like, you know, the Byzantine Empire when you had nothing else and you're going through. But now, no, Sarah, that's just disgusting. It's going to be so gamey, so gross. They eat trash majority of the time nowadays. Well, anyhow, they're saying that whether, I mean, it was legal and Petals is dead. Well, Petals. <laughs> Isn't that so sad? I love this little guy. I Look salute at that you, Petals, because you can never salute yourself. <laughs> can you believe he's dead? Yes, yeah, Sarah, I can, because people are fucking stupid. People are horrible. I know. Going to, yeah, horrible. let's go hunt a bear. Why? Well, people are very outraged, too, because more than 300,000 people signed a petition last year to get Petals to be transferred to an orphan wildlife center because he was injured. And $23,000 was raised. But they didn't do that. And now Petals is dead. If they were smart, they should let the... Look, at this is my theory on all this stuff, okay? Which is what? They try to protect people like this so much because they're like, well, they're backlash. They can't take it. They mean, No. I think you need to put his name out there, let the internet find his address and everything, and let the internet do its thing. <laughs> Just let the internet the guy, take its I wrath. Mean, like, no, and then he should know. Like, come on, man. Like, make it a lesson for everyone else when they think about going out there and hunting for some stupid fucking bear. Deer, get it. You can eat it. Turkey, get it. You can eat it. Right? If you can eat it, I get it. But a bear, you're only doing that so you can sit there, take it home, and stuff it, or to lay it on the put floor of the rug. The wall, yeah, yeah, like, you're not doing it for anything else. But unfortunately, it's legal. So I think that's yeah. why they can't post the guy's name. They can't it's just legal, like, but doesn't mean we can't find out his name. There's always a way to find out someone's name. I guarantee you, look, give Reddit 24 hours. They will find it. Oh, I'm sure. If it's not out already, it probably is. So so what happened to you over the weekend? You're feeling like snoring may have just destroyed a relationship? Oh, so we're bringing this one up. All yeah. right, perfect. Excellent. Because <laughs> I got to see you on, and by the way, thank you so much. And we have to shout out Kirisan, the restaurant here in D.C. If you listen to us, but you're not from D.C., when you come to town, it is a must-go on your list. It was awesome. Sammy's kind of apprenticing there. I work the, there. Stop saying oh, apprentice. I oh. tell you all the time, you always, for some reason, go right back. I was like, <laughs> like I actually, like I cook there, Sarah. I'm a cook. Okay, okay, fine. Sorry, a cook. Stop just like, you make it sound like I'm just like some like well, loser. Kid. You're like, you're like, well, he is just like, you know, he cleans the, no, Sarah, like, actually, like, yeah, I am learning a lot, clearly. Okay, I'm but, sorry, you're, you know, you're a I, chef. I'm, a, I'm not a chef. I said I'm a cook. <laughs> okay, I'm a cook. Stop. Just, you need to stop talking. I work at a place. That's it. Just say I work at a restaurant. <laughs> okay, fine. You work at Carrie's son. Anyway, we went. It was amazing. So, um, a shout out to you. But I got to see you a lot over the weekend, and you were sharing a story where you believe that, that I you've screwed myself. up a relationship over snoring. Uh, yeah. Which, what first happened? Of, okay, I didn't even know I snored. You know how long I've been single? Like, that I haven't had anyone around to really tell me I'm snoring or anything like that? Yeah, and the last time that I was with you, we were, we were in a car ride and you slept for four hours. I don't think you really snored. Yeah, I think it's if I'm like, I guess I must have just been in a weird position. And I met this girl last week and we were like hanging out, really kicking. What, do I have a booger or something? You just pointed at my nose. <laughs> or are you scratching your nose? Mine. Mine has oh. been so itchy. I don't know if it's extra hair in there or what, but it's been so itchy. I think it's allergies. You've been blown on snow? No, are you kidding? Can you imagine me on drugs? You'd be my first phone call if I was. Actually, I can tell. You probably talk forever too. <laughs> um, Excuse me. Well, anyways, so I, I've been hanging out with this girl, and you know, I go over, and we like we go and we have dinner one night, really late dinner, like at eleven o'clock, eleven fifteen. So by the time we go back to her place, and we like chill, 
I was just like, I'm going to bed. Like, I'm passing out. You know what I mean? Okay, so you passed so out. So I literally just passed out. She passed out next to me. And in the middle of the night, I wake up, and I kind of roll over to see if and she's just gone. And I was like, oh, well, she must be peeing or something. She'll be back. Okay. So I just kind of lay there for, like, a few minutes, like, eyes open. like just like, because this is my first time staying at the girl's house. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm kind of, like, a little bit awkward and shit. Like, okay. I don't really know what's going on. And I look, and I was like, she's not, what the hell? Did she leave? Like, she's just not here. And so I, of course, get up to start snooping, and I walk out of her room to her living room. Lo and behold, she's sleeping on her couch. Oh, my God. And I was like, hey, hey, what's up? Like, what's going on? What's what's wrong? She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I just couldn't sleep. I was like, oh, damn. Well, here, I'll sleep on your couch. Go back to your bed. I'm sorry. I can leave. She's like, no, no, no. no. You were snoring. It was just like it was keeping me awake. I'm a really light sleeper. And I was like, I snore? <laughs> she's yeah. like, yeah, you snored, like, and it kept me awake. So I came in the living room. And I was oh like, oh, my God. God. All right, well, it must have been the position I was in. Like, come back to bed. Like, I'll just lay on my back. I know I don't like I think I'll be this way, you know. And then did she do that? And so I went back, she went in the room with me. We went back to bed. Boom, I wake up at like 8 in the morning again to go home, you know. Okay. She's gone. <laughs> and I'm thinking in my head, "Oh, well, she's probably taking a shower, getting ready. Cool. I'll walk in the living room. So I put on my clothes, walk in the living room. She is fast asleep on the couch." And I was like, "Hey, did I snore again? She goes, oh, my God. Yeah, immediately. I had to just leave. I'm sorry. Wow. So And so at this point, like, I'm, like, 98% sure this girl is. Because I think that's, have like. You heard, have you heard from her at all as of today? I mean, yeah. Like, we've texted. Yeah. But it's, you know. Yeah. Do but you I haven't seen vibe? her. I haven't seen her since that moment. Do you really think that's a deal breaker for people? Well, really? here's the thing. I thought it was just, like, really weird. But I think in my head, if a girl came over, right, slept at my place and snored so badly that it kept me awake all night, and it was just, like, our first time hanging out, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, our first, like, night sleeping together or something like that, I would be pretty irked. Really? Right? I feel like anybody would. And then when we brought it up, the lady at the restaurant, when we brought it up to her, the server even said, oh, yeah, fuck that. I'd dump you. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, when yeah. We were we getting did. the beers? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that's what I'm telling you. Oh, so, my I feel God. like it's such a deal breaker. Like, if you go, it's like going into someone's house, you know what I mean? It's like your first night sleeping at someone's house and just dropping the biggest loaf. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's one of those things that you go, oh, God. If it smells and it leaves a little stain in the I wouldn't bowl, even care. No, but I feel like a lot of people will be like, all right, deal breaker. I feel like snoring is one of those things that's just what like a deal breaker. What about menstruating on someone's bed? That would probably be a deal breaker. <laughs> I think peeing in someone's bed, also a deal oh, breaker. Oh, we got a friend that does that. I'm going to ask her about that. And I that have... has been a deal breaker for her, actually. See? And so I the feel like. The last person like, did, I think, break up with her. You know, and it's those things that we make fun of, like the deal breakers, like peeing in someone's bed or blah, blah, blah. That I realized that, oh my God, snoring once, maybe See, not. Really, yeah. But when you do it so much over the course that they have to leave their own room and sleep in the living room two different times. You have to follow up with us this week and see if you guys get together again. I would not think that was a deal breaker. I would think you two still have a shot. Do I have to walk in with Breathe Right strips now? Yeah, I would. I would try that. Sarah, how unhot am I going to look? I am take off my pants and I go, before we get this going, hold on, baby. No, you do the Breathe Right after. After. So you guys do your thing, and then right as you're about to go to bed, I think it would be really sweet. I have an idea. I think it would be really sweet. The next time you guys hang out, you bring the breathe rights. You guys do your thing. And then what as if you're I, going to bed, you go, hey, babe. I I go, hey, babe. <laughs> I got us something. I thought this would be really funny. And then you go, hey, I got breathe rights. So now you can sleep in here. Let's try this again. What How if, sweet would that be? Oh, my be? God. And then what if I sat there and I wrote little personalized notes on all the breathe right strips? So in the middle of the night, she could just look over and then read a little note that's yeah. like, you're beautiful well. in my nose. <laughs> Okay, who agrees with me? I think that's a good idea. This is when we need a phone line. Sarah, Call this is the right worst now. idea ever. And here's why. Because the last time I took your advice on any sort of relationship, it literally was a shot in the foot. No. And then I sat there and I took your advice one more time and I cut off my leg. <laughs> like, I am not, I can't. And that woman's still, okay, fine. I want to hear from people. Yeah, the last who time she saw right? me, she cried, I'm pretty sure. Who thinks we're right? Who thinks I'm right? Well, give you some advice, Sarah at HeyFresh.com. I, I just hear feel it. like, yeah, snoring is just one of those deal breakers. I don't know how to get over it. So, if anything, I want to talk to somebody who actually, like, you know, peed in their bed, like who peed in someone's bed on the first date, but now they're married, or they sat there and, like, they did something really embarrassing like that on the, on first, the first date. You know, on the like the first time they were together, but yet they found a way to work through it. I want to know what they did. Like, <gasps> Ooh, what do okay. they do? You know what I mean? Like, email us, email us, and we'll call you and put you on the show, Sarah at HeyFresh.com. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. See, that's that's what I need one. to know. That's what I need to know because at this point, I've already shot myself in the foot. So how do I, 
you know, get myself back up there. Oh my gosh, I like that uh, one a lot. Um, if do you think that this would, I guess, is a trend that's going to last and that you actually would do? But you know, crawling apparently is the new plank. That crawling as an adult is really, really great for your strength, your core, and that crawling around is now the new hottest trend that is coming to fitness. Do I you, guarantee you this, this trend is from Britain. It's not. It's it is. Have you ever seen... would you do this? I mean, this Sarah, dude. I do that so often anyways. Why are you on all fours? You forget how often I go out and how I live in my neighborhood. So there's no responsibility. Like, my neighborhood has all the bars, Sarah. So there's zero responsibility. I've crawled home numerous times. On all fours, like this. Literally, I have gotten out on all fours, Sarah, and I've just been like... Oh, oh God. I'm just, like, done this. Like, yeah, oh, and then somebody literally. gets you up. No, and I'll just, like, we'll crawl for, like, a bit, and then I'll get up, and I'll walk a little bit. I'll fall over. I'll crawl. Not going to lie. It was maybe two weeks ago. I was so hammered. I tried to take my dog out, and I couldn't even really do it. I kept on falling over that I finally just have to crawl along with him. I'm, like, back to the apartment. <laughs> i got to witness this. Uh, chiropractor Justin Klein is a crawling fan and advises all his patients now to do it for everything from your injury rehabilitation to daily exercise. The bear crawl is regular part of most people's workouts, but Klein... R.I.P. Pedals. <laughs> Klein has now proclaimed that crawling is the new plank. It's an unconventional approach, but it will actually help you with back pain. I don't know how. Well, penis Ooh. is the new crawl, so... Penis... <laughs> What's that mean? Personal exercise not involving oh. sweating, okay? I'm still working on this one. We gotta do the video. I've got it. No, I'm trying to get like some health people behind it. You know, I've been reaching out to some health aficionados, you know. Get them on board. Get someone. Like, don't you know anybody that's like, uh, you know, yeah. it's like a fit, like that's like a. I get a couple trainers. Like a celebrity trainer that would be totally yeah. down with the penis system. Sure. I mean, think about it. It's great. Like, I've been doing the penis. Look, I've been playing penis right now for, what, 43 minutes. Okay. Well, I've been working penis. Yeah, because you've been, you've been uh, clenching your clenching fingers. Clenching my fists. You know, I've been, you, I've been curling my up, toes. You got back down. Curl my toes, lift my legs a little bit, you know? That way I don't actually sweat, but uh, burning those calories. So last week, Thursday night, I hosted a women's event, right? Mm. What is that? I'm still doing penis. Okay. This is another penis move. <laughs> It looks like it's a double handy, but it's really not. It's just like shaking the dice. You are not shaking the dice. I hosted a women's event last week, okay? Mm -hmm. And there was this panel of like four or five men, and it was like debunking the guy code. It was like these guys were, and many of them were in radio, which I thought was hysterical. And they were giving advice to women about what you could do in the workplace. And they've all had successful careers. And um, So they had men in radio giving women advice (laughs) on how to work in a career. Are you fucking kidding me? The radio um, environment is the most un-PC, <laughs> sexist, un-PC know, environment, environment. Ever. Yeah. So I'm hosting this panel, and it, they, I want to ask the question of chivalry, right? Mm-hmm. How do men in the workplace handle chivalry if you have a female boss? Like, do you open the door for her? Um, do you, you know... Um, Whatever it is, offer her your her ja- your jacket if you're cold. What do you what do you do? Okay. And so all these men unanimously said, and especially when it came to their significant others, that they still walk curbside on the outside of a woman everywhere she goes. Was this okay? a bunch of? Hold on, I want to know. No, context these were here. young. These were young. Yeah, but men. hold on. But hold on, I'm talking. No, how young? First off, are um, we talking about forties young? No, we're talking about two of them were in their early thirties, and then two. One guy was probably in his mid to late forties, and one guy was definitely six. So when I said young, you blatantly lied to my face. When I asked, I was like, so are they young, Sarah? And you go, well, no. Two are older than you. The other one's way older than you. And then the last one is twice your age. That's not young, Sarah. They're young. No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I think that well, the notion of this whole curbside walk, if someone tells me why well, I always walk curbside, because, you know, that's a gentleman thing to do. Yes. I look at them and I go, you're a fucking idiot. Like, okay, so like you are a goddamn idiot. But Sarah, I don't think did you like I, I look said at them this. and I go, that is so archaic, guys. You did that because horses would shit in the middle of the road. Yes. Okay. Wagons would be coming through, they would splatter shit on you. And so as a man, it was more like more like appreciative for you to have shit on you than on your wife. And then the men on the panel also said there was two other reasons that a man walks curbside. Oh, and what's their fucking reason? That apparently, like in nineteen eighteen, and I agree with you, that people would throw wealthy people lived on the top floors and would throw their trash and stuff stuff down on the street so that the man would be most likely to get the trash 
thrown on him. And then also, it was a sign that your woman was taken. This is according to them. Now, I tried to look that so up, and I didn't find it So they're still walking that way because they're afraid of, A, someone throwing right? trash out of their fucking... So, like, what are they, in Bangalore? Like... Okay, so I say at this panel, I go, excuse me, but I, you know, I just want to say it's 2016, and none of these things exist anymore. So really, you guys, I mean, I feel like this is... And a lot of the men said, like, when they would open the door for their female bosses, the female bosses would give them shade. And like they, or the I female... never open the doors for my female bosses. <laughs> so I'm like, guys, I don't think I think chivalry exists like basically in this. Call me, you know, back, dump me, you know, over text or to my face. Like chivalry exists, I think, just being honest and loyal, right? That's what all it means to me. I don't care anymore if you open a door for me. I really don't. Like th- that, I don't judge a man on. It's more about his character of are you honest? Are you loyal? I think that's what chivalry is to me now. Chivalry's dead. Right? Chivalry has been so dead. I say and that's this. a good thing. Because of chivalry, because thank God chivalry's dead. Guess what, women? You can vote. Guess what? You have somewhat, you know, equal rights. Yeah, sort of. Like, yeah, sort we're getting of equal there. rights. We're getting there. We're trying to. But like the whole notion of chivalry is that a woman cannot take care of herself, and so a man has to do these certain tasks for her, right? So back in the day when you had huge wooden doors that were hundreds of pounds, because guess what? That's like that's how much the door, you know, there are these huge doors to these houses. Yeah, sometimes you needed a man to open the door for you. Now the doors are fucking automatic, okay? Like, you sit there, you just pull. It's really easy. You can open it up yourself. There's not horse shit. There's no one throwing trash anymore. Okay. So, okay. like, the notion, all these things are just done to make it seem like women cannot take care of themselves, which in all realities, they can. So, I say that. I say that in all the women, I'm expecting the women in this audience, there are like 50 women, I'm expecting these women to go, yes, you're right, like, good, yeah, we agree. None of them did. All the women were like, no, we agree. Like, that's what we want in a man, a chivalrous man who, like... I can guarantee, I know exactly what part of this, I can guarantee that you were not in Washington, D.C. proper. You uh, no, not, I was. You I was were? over in New York Avenue. Oh, God, this is horrible. I know. I was blown away. And I am fascinated. I wanted to bring it up on this podcast because I thought that's exactly how you would respond. Well, and I, I would be curious of, what the women think of this podcast. Here's the thing is, if I'm walking through, I don't keep a door open because it's a woman walking by me. I keep the door open because, well, shit, I just opened the door and they're one foot behind me. It's that easy. Walk on through. You know, so the notion of doing the idea for chivalry is... To make it gender specific is just really fucked up in my opinion. I know. I could not agree more. But these women were like all about it. They wanted doors open for them. They wanted the man to walk on the outside of, you know, curbside on the street. I was blown away. And I'm like, is this what women want? Maybe this is what women want. That's what I would have asked. That's when you have to gauge the audience. Like, how many of you women feel that your place is in a home with your kids? (laughs) And then when they all start cheering and hooping and hollering, then you go, all right, never mind. I'm at the wrong place. (laughs) Thank you. It was crazy. No, I don't mind. The idea of chivalry is no. Yes, you can be. I'm I'm nice to people. I'm a gentleman. But it's not chivalrous, okay? I agree. I'm over it. When was the last time you sat there and you were about to walk over a puddle and a man just took off his jacket and laid it on the puddle so you could step on the puddle? No, never. That shit doesn't happen. So they pick and they choose what they want. But really, if you guys want to be chivalrous, like, if you took a man from nowadays, those guys that were on that radio panel, if you took them and you took them back 80 years ago, they'd be considered fucking barbarians. Barbarians, dude, for how they act. All right, but they can pick and choose. They go, well, I pick and choose. I'm going to walk on the right side of the woman, you know, curbside because that's you know chivalrous. I'm going to sit there and uh, you know I always uh, order a woman or I tuck in the seat for her. But like, do you know how hard it is for fucking someone to sit there? Like when you're sitting there and you're trying to balance and you don't know whether they're going to push the chair or not. Like I go, fuck it, leave me alone. I know how to fucking seat. I know. Like, I hate that. When people try to sit me at night's restaurants, I go, dude, leave me alone. I, I know how to use a chair. I know. It is kind of weird when they do that. I agree. So, like, I'm not going to do that to a woman. I'm not going to sit around and walk over and open the door for her. Because guess what, guys? Now cars have a little beep, beep, a little remote thing. So I can open up both doors at the same <laughs> fucking time. I don't have to go around, unlock her door first, open it up. Be like, no. I can go beep, beep, boom. Get in, girl. Let's go. The faster you're in, the faster I can get us home. I could not agree with you more, but I was blown away, Sammy. If you could have seen this female audience, they loved what the men Mind were saying. Mind blown. Mind was blown for me, too. I know. I was absolutely shocked. Um, okay, one last story I want to get to quickly before we got to um, get out of here. So, you're still on Tinder, right? No. Sarah. You're not? No. You're just on Bumble and Happening? 
I'm not on any of them. I'm not on any of them anymore. What? When did you go offline? When I started talking to this girl, and then I realized, oh fuck. Well, I may have to get back on the next week or so. So, but I. Oh, so you're taking it easy, or you're just taking? Here's my thing: is the last kind of semi relationship I was in, it failed because the girl never shut down her Tinder. Even though she was hanging out with me, she still left it open, so she was getting matches and shit. And next thing I know, she logs into my, you know, she logs in her Facebook on my computer and leaves it logged in and talking about sitting on guys' faces and shit, <laughs> right? And that was so at sad. This point, that was no, really and rough. So at this Jay. point, like, I don't, you know, I realized I was like, well, that sucks. Like, you never know if that person really truly likes. It. I don't know if she. I mean, she's probably still on a million. Fuck, I don't know. I don't give a fuck either. But like for me, I realized that if she's like me, you know, eh, if I like someone, I'm just gonna be like, cool. Wow! I stick to one. I don't like to fuck around with multiple shits at once. It's way too difficult. Oh, it's way I agree. too annoying. I have such a bad memory that the next thing I know, I'm telling the same story to the same girl <laughs> twice and not telling the other girl the story at all. I agree. You Less know. is more. I don't want to hook up with multiple so people. I at do. Once. I find one. No. I go up. If it fails, I go great. Back on. And like with Tinder, the best thing about Tinder is you have these matches, right? Odds are they're doing the same thing. Like, they're going to go ghost on you when they meet someone they kind of like. And then three weeks later, they're like, hey, sorry, I've been really busy. What are you up to? And it's like, well, ding. You well, know. then maybe you don't care about this, but now Tinder is actually going to have a solution that, that you might care about in the sense that they've got a smart photo algorithm that will automatically tell you which pictures are your best. It works by rotating the photos on your profile so different ones appear as your main image. Then it logs responses to each image and determines which gets you the most likes or right swipes. By tracking each individual swiping style as well as their overall popularity by specific images, it can therefore determine determine which photo you should be leading with. What oh, do you think? Oh, wow. You like I it? I mean, that's awesome. Do you care? Would you? Uh, would I mean, that I, be like... Uh, no, because I feel, here's my thing is I like people to... I like people to see my worst off the bat. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want them to... I don't know. I don't... I'm not... Like, I hate when I read people's profiles like... I have a very high-end job. I work for this. I'm fancy this. I like this. this. Like, they try to make themselves sound so much better. Then when you hang out with them, you realize, well, okay, I get it. You like those things, but you're still kind of boring. You know what I mean? So I try to make myself as boring as possible. Like, I'll just post any fucking picture. You see my nose hair sticking out. Don't really care. Post any damn picture. My so profile, no real, not a lot of effort. I think my profile literally just says, like, I don't own a pair of shorts. Get at me, bro. Like... <laughs> It doesn't really say anything that big. I'm happy you deleted it. The yeah. app is called uh, Smart Photos. If you want to download it and try it, if you're if you're serious about it, because according to Tinder, they say that they're about real love. They're not about hookups. Mm. Well, that's all I have come up with for our show today. And um, shout out to all my friends from the wedding <laughs> over the weekend. Oh my god, we didn't even get a chance to yeah. talk about that. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Sammy was at yeah. a raging weekend. I will do more work well, on our good, show because they're I all will... they're all still hungover anyways, so they couldn't even listen to today's episode so it's good we're talking about it tomorrow you're totally missing my jokes yeah. how come my jokes are not really I mean, good? our jokes <laughs> our jokes Sarah alright everybody we'll be back tomorrow bye bye and all you